0: So our for today is the bracha over wearing shoes and the, the uh, we're, we're we're working with Rif Shalom Mozamino Bach once again in the Sefer Halachot Shlomo which is um uh collected material by his grandchildren uh this is a little bit off the beaten track most of the material we've been doing has been purely halachic this is a little bit the the uh the intersection of halacha and agada um the now uh the the list of, of brachas we make every morning so etc etc so there's a list of them that in the Gemara brachos really sounds like it's 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 a, it's brachos that you make over as you start your daily activities, um, and that's the gabara brachos daf samach Amut bet. And so, in the list of the daily activities, like uh, getting up, starting to walk, uh, uh, putting on certain elements of clothing. So it says, s'ia lema that when you put on your shoes, so then you say the bracha of Shasali that God made for me all of my needs. Now, uh, this is a puzzling bracha. Why? Because all my needs. This is one of my needs. And and uh, let's let's read inside. This is very puzzling. That Khazal said a person should do, should sell all of his property and buy shoes for his feet. Now, in the Gemara Shabbos Dav Kuf Chav Tet Amor Aleph, Am Rabbi Yoram Rabbu Olamim Kor Adam Korot Beitom, a person should sell the beams of his house, Vikach Minalim L'ra'gav, and the Rashbam there and psachim Dav Kuf Yed Bet Amor Aleph. Uh, says it slightly differently, that they say there, In other words, the girsah that we have in Shabbos is is you should sell uh, the beams of your house. The girsah that the Rashbam has is you should sell all of your property, all of your things. Now, you see that shoes are an essential item for man. So he should sell all he has for shoes. Shoes are really important. You made me all my needs. This is only the beginning of your needs. This is an essential thing, but this is this is the baseline. But but all your needs? Now when I when I uh, saw this bracha, so I would always think all my needs, and one one example of my needs is my shoes. But it is really kind of strange. Plus, when you see this gemara, it sounds like uh, shoes are are a baseline need, and so the expression of He made for me all my needs is is a little puzzling. Um, so. So that's the question that he's going to answer. Now, his answer is based on A Ashalah is the Luchos Sabris of Ishaya Horowitz, who was a very important, both a very important Mekubal and a very important Balhalacha. And uh this is this is early, early Polish jury, as far as I know. And so he wrote, he quoting his Marashmi Lublin, in quoting his 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 Rebbe, so he writes as follows. Uh, one of his Rebbe, so he writes as follows. There are four levels in this world, and this is a a a a way of organizing the world that appears in many of our Sfarim and outside of our Sfarim. Uh, inanimate objects. Vegetation, living objects, and people. The one who is greater controls that which was underneath it. Plant, life, vegetation, draws out its its uh, vitality, its sustenance from the ground. Which is inanimate. That's a, a certain level of control over over it because it uses it for its, for its purposes. Animals eat plants. And they control them. There are also animals that eat other animals. And man, who is the one who's, with that last level, the one who speaks, that's the way they refer to it. He controls animals. The man shechts the animal and eats its feet. Now, based on this, since man controls the the level of chai, meaning the animal world, so it follows that he controls, if you control the controller, so you control that what he controls. So if you control the, if the man controls the animal, so he ends up controlling also the vegetation and also the inanimate objects. Um, plus the fact, by the way, that man eats, besides this, man eats also uh, not just animals, he also eats plant life, he also eats inanimate things because because man drinks water and, uh, and uh, uh, also... Um, uh, eats plants so uh but even just through the animals merely through eating uh something of the animals a man also is able to to show his control over everything else in the world now here it comes it is mostly recognizable through the fact that a person uh, takes off the hide of an animal, the leather. And he makes it shoes for his feet. Through that, he sees, he shows, in a very extreme way, his control over all aspects of creation. From now, everything is under his feet. And it turns out then that wearing these, these leather shoes is a symbol of control over all of creation because he controls the level under him and all levels under him, under them. This is the way to explain the passage. Now, this is a beautiful to Tehillim was what is man that you remember him? Ben Adam man that you that you remember him,, you make him it, it is here the the meaning of this word is probably you make him a little less than the angels, Elohim. you crown him with honor and beauty. you make him Mosheel. You make him the controller, the ruler over the works of your hands. Kol shat tahasra glav. Everything you have placed under his feet. Literally. Behindam Moshelokri, not only that man controls, that's Tamshile Ba Masekha. That's the first half of that bus. Tamshile Ba Masaya You make him Mosheel, you make him uh control the works of your hands. Not only that, but all aspects of creation you have placed under his feet. From making, from the leather of animals, shoes for your feet. It turns out that, that all aspects of creation are under his feet. Because the animal is under his feet. So certainly the vegetable world and the inanimate world is also under his control because that is included within the within the leather. Now And it is known that in general, uh bruchos, the the institution of brachas is is uh, is based on psukim. The, the formulation of brachas, excuse me, are based on psukim. Now, this is something uh, that Rav Shlomo Zalman is mentioning, and this is not in the shalos, as the footnotes. Um, and and an example of it he brings here is the brachas that we make in the morning, Yotzer or vorechoshech. Why doesn't it say Yotzer uh Sorry, here it is. So, so the Gemara ends up saying kamrina. <laughs> we write, we we say it like it's written. That's the now. Yeah. Um, the assumption is that Baruch was so built after pesukim. By the way, you want to see the the in, in an extreme way. There's a sefer by Rabbi Yehuda ben Yakar, um, who, as far as I know, was in the generation before Rashi, uh, and he. He goes through the cedar and he shows the, the the roots in psukim of many many aspects of the of the cedar. I think Abu Draham is also like that, but uh, but that one I see does it like line bella. Line. Okay, He made me all of my needs. That it's based on. Everything you placed under his feet, That it's referring to the shoes. Man controls all of uh of creation and all of his needs come from that. So this is the essence of what the shalos is. So that's the that's the shalos. I just want to point out something interesting. Um, uh, the rabbinate shul mentioned uh, uh, once, and, and I, I forget where else I heard this, that in earlier generations people ride on animals, and in later generations we ride in cars. And in general. We would consider this uh, a a an advancement of civilization. We can go faster. We can go further. Um, there's you, you got to take care of a car, but but it's it's less than uh, one would have to do with regards to a uh, a horse uh, or a donkey. And so and so uh, um, in general, we consider this uh, progress. Uh, but there is another side though, that uh, that again, if I'm remembering correctly, I heard it from the Rav show, But I I believe that the, that that I heard it elsewhere also. That um, uh, when we were on a level that is above the animals, we could ride upon the animals. But when our level as as humanity in general is is. Uh, not higher than the animals, so then perhaps we no longer have the schuss to to ride higher than animals. That was a very uh, sharp uh, uh, sharp uh, comment made about about uh, the the era of cars. Um, so I was thinking about this um, based on this. Um, maybe now that a lot of times. The soles of shoes are not necessarily leather. This is me speculating. This is not stated in Rav Shlomo Zalman's, but maybe that the soles of shoes are now not usually leather. Again, we're in Divri Agarita. It's the cross between Divri Agarita and Divri Aloha. It's like Tameha. So, uh, So perhaps uh, it's interesting that now in general we have leather shoes, but a lot of times it's leather uppers, and the soles themselves are made of another material, Which, for all its schoolas, are uh, are very very great, but it could be that there's something special on on the bracha over over leather soles, not just leather shoes. Okay, interesting comment. Um, See any reactions here? Maybe we're more sensitive. Okay, okay, very nice, good point. Maybe we're more sensitized to tzar be'lechay. Might that not be considered an advance in done? Very likely. It's very likely. and uh now uh, rav shlomo zalman sees uh three things connected with this and uh this opens up uh, uh three different topics number 1 uh point number 1 it's a little bit of a shorter piece today asur lelech this explains why in holy places it is forbidden to walk with shoes. Like the pusuk says, remove your shoes from your feet, for the place that you're standing is holy ground. Now, and, and the I and the Rambam, so, so the kohenim when they do have so they're 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 without their shoes. Now, um this is kind of interesting because. Nowadays, if you would look for an expression of holiness or, or or of respecting holiness, you wouldn't necessarily have thought of take off your shoes. Um, maybe maybe wearing a head covering is a is a special thing, uh, a way of of, of, of uh, sensing the sanctity of the place. Um, maybe a head covering, uh, walking around maybe with a little extra modesty or something like that um clean clothes, um how we carry ourselves, uh what we say, but but removing shoes? That's an interesting thing. When would we when would we feel a need to remove shoes? Um my aunt Al Shalom had a white carpet. We removed our shoes when we walked into the to the to the living room there. Um the uh yeah, sometimes we're comfortable to walk around uh, without shoes. But but holiness? So according to this, it makes sense. When a person is in a holy place, that's not the place to show how you're in control. That's a place where you're focused on HaKadosh Baruch being in control. Wearing shoes is something that indicates man's control, in a place where where you're kolkulo focused, you're you're totally focused on a karoshbork as the as the kadosh uh, kadosh, kadosh hashem then you remove your shoes. So that's the first thing. The second thing he says, that explains why on Yom Kippur and Tisha, we have a prohibition of wearing shoes. And it really applies just to just to leather shoes. And he re- refers to the Shulchan Aruch. People ask, people ask how can Shlomo wear How can you wear very comfortable non-leather shoes? That... That the the issue with shoe with leather shoes is not so much the comfort of the leather shoes. Again, this is from you're not necessarily writing in a halachic context. This is this halachan nagarata. Uh so so ask whatever shailas you have before Yom Kippur and Tishabav, and Tishabav maybe be a chag, so so uh this year, so Yom Kippur. So um um the point of leather shoes is showing control. That's not the time to show, show control. That's the why, that's the reason for non leather shoes not being a problem. A mourner is also prohibited in wearing shoes. It's also just just leather shoes. He shouldn't be showing his being in control. Rather, he should be showing us It should be a situation of of being contrite, of being subjugated, of of of, of tshuva. The, one of the the goals of avela so is is the issue of of doing tshuva. It's a time to be specially uh, in a state of, of of subjugation to Hashem. As the Pasuk says, there is no control on the day of death. Now, obviously, for the person who himself passes away, so there's no control there. But perhaps no control, the people who are experienced the loss feel a lack of control because their loved one was taken away without them having a say in the matter, it only applies to leather shoes, which exhibit man's, man's control. Okay, beautiful. So uh, one ramification of this is removing our shoes in holy places. And that applies, Moshe uh, Rabbeinu at the Kohanim working in the base of HaMikdash, we wear our shoes in, in synagogue, uh, uh, the last remnant we have of this is Kohanim taking out their shoes before they duchen. Yom Kippur, Tisha B'av and Avela, and, Avel, and during Avelas, not to wear leather shoes, dafka, leather, because that's the sign of being in control. A third thing is, is, is Chalitza. Now, what's the story of Chalitza? So, if there's two brothers and one of them passes away without children, so the deen of ibum, which is translated in English as the leveret marriage, is that the the wife marries the surviving brother, and that's called the ibum marriage. However, there is an option, uh, opting out of 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 marrying the surviving brother is called. There's a a, a process called chalitza, where she through this process becomes permitted to marry somebody else. Nowadays, chalitza is is done, and not Yibu. How does it work? It involves uh, him. Uh, it involves the the chalitza shoe. He wears this chalitza shoe, and and uh, she uh, spits towards the chalitza shoe. Uh, Yona, you've been you've been at a chalitza. No, I but I've no. seen it uh, re, re what do you call it, recreated so to speak. Oh yeah. There was one Khalitsa I once found, uh, an online video of a Khalitsa. I was very surprised that they had it, but there is. Um I still remember I was I was in the base medicine. and they said there's gonna be a Khalitsa in in when I was in New York and uh at Wyu, and they said there's gonna be a Khalitsa on the fourth floor. And um and I, I I did not see it um, but um, that would have been a, a, a something to file away in my in my memory banks. So now Khalitsa involves Dafka a leather shoe. Now, why on earth is this shoe somehow connected with this ceremony? I mean I mean it would have been it, it, it would have been appropriate to have a kind of a get for a for a, for for and instead of Chalitza, have a have some rabbinic level divorce. In fact, Khalitza is considered like a rabbinic level divorce. And so why not do it like a divorce and have a document? What's the business with the shoe? So he explains as follows. Now there's two explanations. One appears above here. Again, this is this is Talmudim. Uh, a Talmud wrote this up. Umadav. And a and another um a a, uh, a grandson wrote up a second approach. So the one that's written here is that uh sorry, let me give it the footnote first. The footnote I think was more compelling, and then we'll read this one. A uh, he writes as follows: What was the reason for somebody initially not wanting to do yibum? it was it was it seems to be uh, from Tanakh that yibum is preferable, and and that's a discussion in the in the Gemara about about what's preferable: yibum, chalitza. Nowadays we do we do chalitza, but it sounds from Tanakh that yibum was preferable. And the whole story of of Boaz and Ploni Almoni was that um, that Ploni Almoni was willing to take the field of of, uh, of Naomi and Ruth's family, but he was not willing to take marriage to Ruth as part of his uh, as part of his um, as part of the whole the whole uh setup and and his worry is maybe I'll mess up my nachala, maybe I'll mess up my my inheritance. And that's and that's one of the things is that is that he he was not willing, the person who is the surviving brother was not willing to uh to have a child that is going to be, so to speak, really the child of the of the of the deceased brother. He's worried that his ownership, his control over his nakala, over his inheritance, is messed up. So the Torah says, take off his shoes. He's not the that over everything. He's not in charge of everything. Not everything is under his, his control. This is the comment of our Yitzchak, Chaim Fus, who is a grandson of Rashlomuzam. Now up here he says something different. Um he says that the the process of Yibu is demands somebody really uh, as we'd say holding cup because he's having relations solely for the sake of a of this mitzvah. And this is really a union which is. In general, biblically prohibited because it's Aisha Sahib. It's the wife of his of his brother. But the Torah said Aisha Sahib in general is prohibited, but it is mutter for Yibu. So this is one of those one of those examples where something, if it's not a mitzvah, it's prohibited. So he says as follows: the person who is doing chalitza is worried. That he's not going to be control in control of his thoughts. And he is not in control to follow, to keep Yibum properly. Because the shoe symbolizes man's control. This person is not control of his thoughts in That's why he should not have this sign of of control. Again, the, the foot in the footnotes he asked the Kasha, wait a second, if that's the case, we should say this for every mitzvah which is which is um connected with some kind of self-control okay. Um, again, it could be there's here, there's a very, very high pitch of self-control. But but that's what those are two different ways of understanding the special significance of shoes um, with regards to Yibu, sharmini. Uh, and this explains very well why it is that Khalitsa requires leather shoes and not other types of shoes. Or semel shiltona adam is only through leather shoes that we have the sign of man's control over creation. This is the kind of a shoe that chalitza should be done. So Shlomo Zalman's basing himself again on the shalah, and the shalah said the brach of I'm doing uh, uh, this all of my needs. So it's it's really. Uh, symbolizing all of my needs when I wear shoes because the leather comes from an animal. The animal controls the world of vegetable and the world of inanimate objects. So when I put my leather shoe under my feet, that symbolizes that all my needs, the whole world where all my needs come from, they are all uh, given to me by Hashem and I'm in control of them. Based on that, um, the the pasuk is just, Sali it is the call of of kol raglav everything you have placed under his feet. The three different things come out of that. Number one, uh, that that explains why in places of 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 holiness, so removing the shoes was was a uh, was an important thing because the shoes are a sign of being in control, and when you're a place where HaKodesh is Hu uh, is openly and vividly uh, totally in control. So then um, it's not appropriate to wear to wear shoes. Number two, that explains why for Yom Kippur and Tisha B'av and for, for Avelus, it is dafka leather shoes that are problematic as opposed to uh, other kinds of shoes, even if they happen to be very, very uh, comfortable. And number three, uh, and and that is that is that that explains why chalitza is done with leather shoes because because chalitza is a symbol of lack of control. Either that the person is is the way in the in the in the body of the text here it says that that the person um, is is worried about his lack of control over his thoughts, in which case it won't be purely for the mitzvah. Of Yibum, and then maybe he'll be in some way uh, going against the avera of Eishasach, uh which in general is is prohibited. Or, like the footnote says, uh, it's a message when him having his shoe taken off means that 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 he's not in control, and he thinks that he's the balabais over what's going to be with his nachala, etc. Hashem telling you that in this case, you're supposed to. Uh, again, this is a pr- assuming that that uh, that Yibum is preferable. That, that this is the time for you to realize that that somebody else is is in control of 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 whose uh, whose Nachla goes where. So that's uh, that's Rosh zaman And again, this is a this is not necessarily a a a halachic piece. It's it's a it's it's Machshava connected with connected with Allah it's in the back of the safer also it's it's uh it's some of these there's other essays that are that are in a, in a similar way